Hello everyone and welcome to Harbor Speaks. Today we're here to talk about one of the most outstanding new artists in our community, Andreas de la Pena. He is one of the newest singers with over 18,000 followers on YouTube. I'm Mike Carrera. For 40 years I've been working in the nonprofit field. During this time I noticed there are hundreds of nonprofit organizations and individuals providing programs and activities that are making a positive difference in their communities. My mission is twofold, to inform the community of these programs and to recruit help to support these organizations. In a minute, we'll be talking with Andreas de la Pena and learn how his new style is bringing fun and entertainment to thousands. We'll be right back. Welcome back, everyone. Today we're here with our guest speaker, Andreas Del Pena. How you doing, Andre? I'm doing good. In good. You know, describe your style of music. Well, um, my style of music, I guess, can't be defined by one genre, but I guess the core element would be hip hop mixed with different sounds and different styles from like different genres. So it's like a fusion of different songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Different styles. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, how'd you get started doing this? Um, I started doing music in 10th grade. Me and uh, my friend, we used to just mess around freestyling to songs in like PE class. And we decided to go to put in money for a microphone and he had a computer. So whenever I could, I'd go to his house and we would, we would record songs. And throughout the years, throughout high school, just getting better and just having a love for it. And then once I graduated high school, just kind of realizing that I could make a living, a career out of it. So who influenced you the most to get into music? I guess the artists that influenced me the most were um, Kendrick Lamar, Tyler Creator, and now Frank Ocean, Isaiah Rashad, which are more like modern artists. But I feel like my foundation of when I first started loving music was the music my parents would play around the house. Be like the, the Temptations, like Earth, Wind & Fire, Isley Brothers, so that kind of like soul sound, which I do bring to a lot of like those sounds into like my music. Cool. Is your friend still hanging around with you or? You yeah, guys? it's like my same, my same friend who went with me, he's to help me go in on the mic, he makes his own beats now and he produces some of my music and he's gotten a lot better just as I have as well, so throughout the time as getting better and through new opportunities I have like new members of my team I just got a manager recently but those friends who were there since day one are still here as well so that's oh that's cool yeah, so yeah basically, basically you're doing the, the entertaining part but he's doing the uh, the mixing and the uh, oh like the editing well, I, I do the mix I actually do the mixing and the editing he just provides the beat or I have another producer provide the beat and I lay down the vocals and I engineer it and like mix it myself and master everything as well. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's cool. Now, how'd you learn how to do that? Just by practice, by ear, as I'd realized when I was mixing my own music, I would compare it, not the, the sound, but the quality of other songs, of like people who inspired me who had really great mixing. I would just try to mimic 
whether it's like their bass sound or their vocal being a certain type of frequency or a certain type of like compression how loud or quiet it was or a certain amount of reverb and as time has gone I just kind of like develop my own style as far as like mixing and making like music sound good. So with the songs you've you've already produced which which ones do you like the best? Of the ones that are released I, re I recently released a, a song a single for my an album my first album that's coming out next month it's called Tulip Garden and since that's like part of the newer stuff I'd say that one's one of my favorite ones and then I have a song called uh, Shy Boy which is the the same person who made the beat for Warm he, he produced uh, Shy Boy and the song called Hot which in like one of the close members of my team Pontiac he produced uh, that beat and features as well so I would say those three Tulip Garden, Shy Boy and Hot. So how'd you get the name Tulip Garden where that come from? Tulip Garden I guess was more of a an analogy of like trying to get past something and then just hope like it's pretty much me wishing upon my peers and anybody really getting through whatever they're going through in their own minds and just tulip garden just kind of analogy of like your dreams or your goals or what you're trying to obtain because tulip garden is like just flowers in general is like a natural substance it's like it's like genuine so i hope like everyone like reaches like genuine success and genuine happiness. Uh, that's cool. Hey, we're gonna play that song for you right now, and uh, we'll be right back right after this song's played. Great. We're back, folks, and still talking with Andres de la Pena. Andres, your songs are, you got your own style of songs, but, you know, what influenced you and your family the most for this, for music? I think it was, well, what I realized being young and listening to the music that my parents would listen to wasn't more, wasn't like certain artists they played. It was, or even certain songs, it was more of a feeling that all these songs had different styles, the ones I make or the ones that I used to listen to, but they all had this certain feeling, which was like a lot of soul and vulnerability and just like a lot of like this. I can't, I can't really describe the feeling, but my mom used to play like Ed Sullivan tapes. And I noticed the ones that gravitated to me the most were the ones where they were like really into it and put like a lot of energy into like their performance, their movements, their voice, like the way they performed the songs. And that's just what I always na uh, like naturally gravitated to. Yeah, I know there's a lot of musicians on your mom's side of the family. And, yeah. Uh, I can think you have an aunt that's playing for Quetzal and mm -hmm. is actually a, a professor at a college, huh? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. you know, it's really interesting to see how people develop. I remember Quetzal when they first started. Did she, does she help you at all with anything? Or? When, I, when like my parents first realized that I did music, because I didn't tell them right away, they told Getzel, and he helped me get like my first, or he like equipment. Like he helped me get like the Pro Tool software. He helped me get uh, interface. 
and he showed me the basics of how to use things. And that's all pretty much he did. So like over time, I just kind of noticed the fact that he put that knowledge in me and then he kind of like left me to learn on my own because at first I was trying to like contact him, like help me with this, but it was more of like a self-learning experience. So, so you never really took formal lessons, you just kind of yeah. started? Yeah, he just showed me the basics like, oh, this does that, this does this. And then I just had to learn on my own like, okay, I know the purpose of this, but now it's to apply it and to do it like my way, you know, because every song is different, you know. What influenced you to make your first song? When me and my friend got our, got the mic, we weren't able to record the first day, but then I remember just like, okay, we have the mic, what am I gonna like rap to? And I didn't know anyone who made beats, so I just found like a beat on YouTube. It's this song called Rigor Mortis by Kendrick Lamar. And it was like my favorite song at the time. That's the song that got me into wanting to make music. Like that song alone just like sparked something in me where I was like, this is what I want to do. So I downloaded that, that beat and I would listen to it at home and I would write to it. And then when I got to his place a week or two afterward, then I went for it. So did you feel you've really improved from your first song to your... Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah. a lot. What can you do now that you couldn't do it when you first started? Everything, really. My writing is a lot better. Just kind of understanding why I do certain things. Because sometimes people do things well, they don't know how to explain or don't know why it was well. Like, and just kind of like my, my style of mixing and just kind of being able to apply it to different songs or being able to veer off into different things and execute them well. That's definitely like a big difference. And my voice just... I'm able to use my voice and do different things with it instead of just like one same rapping voice over like a song you really like. Sometimes I could sing, sometimes I could rap really aggressive, sometimes I could go high, sometimes I could go low, sometimes I do stack vocals on top of each other and move them around and put distortion or reverb effects. So like over time it's being able to learn how to do that and then as time progresses from then being able to do them well. Well, so in doing this song, which we're going to play in a few seconds here, mm -hmm. uh, well, is it, does it bring back certain memories for you? Or? Yeah. Oh, Tulip Garden. Yeah, when, when I made that song, when I heard the beat, it definitely felt nostalgic. So uh, the video that I made for it was just, just random clips of just me and my friends and different people like close to me just kind of hanging around. There wasn't a lot of thought into it. It was just more of like a feeling, which is the song they gave to me. Like everything that I'm doing around that, the different videos is more technical and trying to up the quality and like, uh, but this song, Tool Garden, just more had the intention of like fun, just pure fun, just solely about the music and solely about just, you know, recording a good time, just saving a memory, just, you know, keeping it.
And yeah, so like that's I think that's the reason why I like it so much is just because it's like simple. It's you know. So have you met anybody else in the music field since you started? I definitely have gained mentors. Like I have this mentor's name is Kiefer, and he's this wonderful pianist, a jazz pianist. And he graduated from UCLA, and he signed to Stone's Throw. He had one or two uh, producing credits on Anderson Peck's last album that he just released last week, and um, he just taught me a lot. Just because I was in the process of him being signed, so I was there when he was having a phone call with lawyers and just kind of told me like the contract that he's uh, that he might be signing or like, oh, this is what you don't want. This is what you do. Like this is how you negotiate or telling me be uh teaching me about llc's and taxes like the bit not just the creative side but the business side the important things because i do want to have a like a career of longevity so he taught me a lot with that definitely so where do you see yourself going in say um, 10 15 20 years from now i think that's like the exciting part is like i don't know like because even two years from now i have no idea where i want to be there's definitely like goals that i see now that i want but overall as like an artist or my career is I'm not sure like but which is like really exciting and that's kind of like my purpose is to kind of find out all right let me just base everything off of my instinct what I want right now and what I feel like I need to do and see where that gets me and see what doors that opens because I feel like a lot of people now nowadays a lot of people that I know that they're not knowing scares them not knowing where they're gonna be in two years or being afraid of being lost but that's kind of like how you find what you want how you find yourself is being lost and picking things up and trying things out or putting yourself in a situation where you're not fully comfortable because that might open opportunities to things that you love and might be able to help out influence people around you as well so that's great yeah. we're going to close right now but if somebody wanted to find out more about how they can listen to your music or where mm -hmm. if you're going to do a concert or anything like that how, what would they need to do so if you want to follow my my page where I release all of my music, my videos, where I'm gonna have concerts. It's at uh, on Instagram and Twitter. It's Dreas zero zero zero. So D R E E S zero 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 on Instagram and Twitter. And my music. If you wanna look on Spotify or Apple Music or whatever streaming sites, it's just Dreas D R E apostrophe E S and that's on any streaming service. Awesome. Yeah, I want to say thank you everybody for listening. I'm Mike Carrera. We hope you enjoyed the show today. If you think you have a program or activity or event you want to bring to present at uh, Harbor Speaks, give me a call, 310-947-5301, or email me at harborspeakspodcast at gmail.com.
helicopter in my backyard I really see you on a Tuesday Don't you gotta go to work soon, baby You said this new job really pays well, don't it? Don't you gotta pay rent in my backyard, baby